Today on The Good Word, we're talking about life, death, and life again. Life is unpredictable. My grandpa used to tell me if I felt like I finally had gotten a handle on life, just wait a minute, that was sure to change. It's been said that change is a constant, the only constant there is. Or maybe you've heard of the other two constants, death and taxes. Is there really anything we can know will happen for everyone? Besides the obvious of birth and death, there's also the promise of new life. Jesus Christ was not the first to be born or the first to die, but he was the first to live again and never die. Some of the early saints in Corinth didn't believe Christ had actually been resurrected. They falsely believed that he had returned to life only temporarily and then gone back to being a spirit. Greek philosophy at the time held that things of the spirit were holier than the physical world, and that misconception had started to creep into the church. Paul wrote to correct this, since the resurrection was part of the great hope he and the other missionaries were preaching. In 1 Corinthians 15, he explains not only life after death, but the universality of the resurrection. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. But every man in his own order. Christ the first fruits, afterwards they that are Christ's at his coming. Then cometh the end when he shall have delivered up the kingdom to God, even the Father when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power, for he must reign till he hath put all enemies under his feet, the last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. Because of the Savior's resurrection, we're promised that death will be defeated, not just for the perfect, not just for a chosen few, but for everyone. This is a promise and a guarantee. Because of Jesus Christ, death is not the end. Elder D. Todd Christofferson explains the implication of Paul and other contemporaries of Jesus as they testify of his resurrection. Consider for a moment the significance of the resurrection in resolving once and for all the true identity of Jesus of Nazareth and the great philosophical contests and questions of life. If Jesus was in fact literally resurrected, it necessarily follows that he is a divine being. No mere mortal has the power in himself to come to life again after dying. Because he was resurrected, Jesus cannot have been only a carpenter, a teacher, a rabbi, or a prophet. Because he was resurrected, Jesus had to have been a God, even the only begotten Son of the Father. Therefore, what he taught is true. God cannot lie. Therefore, he was the creator of the earth, as he said. Therefore, heaven and hell are real, as he taught. Therefore, there is a world of spirits which he visited after his death. Therefore, he will come again and reign personally upon the earth. Therefore, there is a final judgment and a resurrection for all. Many others saw Jesus Christ after he lived again. We may not meet him face to face in this life, but we can gain the same knowledge his disciples in Jerusalem had through the unmistakable witness of the Holy Ghost. We're assured again and again throughout the scriptures and through the Holy Spirit 
that Jesus Christ really did live again. He was seen by his friends and disciples, many of them. Because we know this, we can be assured that we and all of our loved ones will also rise again. The Lord's message has always been one of hope. He's shown us the way to conquer death and fear and sadness. All we have to do is follow him. And that's the good word.